Welcome to the Clients and Conversions Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Clem, and I've helped fellow entrepreneurs and business owners just like you harness the power of social media to grow your audience by the hundreds, 2x their launch sales, and have client leads banging down the door to book a call with you. And I'm the first to say that hustling and searching hours online for your next client or student is not the vital ingredient to your success or even your happiness. This podcast is for driven entrepreneurs, from coaches to course creators and everything in between, to access practical and actionable tactics on everything from how to get clients with Instagram advertising, and really unlock the keys from sales and social media to get growth with the simplest tools possible, while keeping it just long enough to get you through your walk, drive, or workout. So stick with us for this episode and the ones to come so you can get more clients and sales in less time. Now let's get into it. All right, on this week's podcast, I'm going to give you actually the excerpts from one of the free trainings that I've done in the 5X launch sales series, going and breaking down the most profitable launches that I have gone through and my clients have gone through as well. So this is just an excerpt from day two, going over how one of my clients who had a niche audience was able to create 17 sales with even smaller of a following than you think. (laughs) And it's really important to listen to this if you're someone who has been kind of contemplating whether you want to launch soon, if your audience is ready for it, if um, it'll actually sell. Like I, I go over a lot in here. And what you'll find, so a lot of this is a live recording, there are some pieces that are cut out because either um, they were more pertinent for the live training or they were more of like workshop interactive style versus more teaching. So inside of this, you'll find that it'll start with one of the takeaways, go to the second takeaway, and then come back to the first. Kind of like a mini recap, but an explanation too. So you'll find that in there. And this is really important because I introduced the, the concept of audience buyer type. And your audience buyer type is going over the reason and motivation of why your people buy, what motivates them to act, and how to create some type of launch strategy around that and figuring that out. Because that's something that I teach inside of the Effortless Launch Accelerator that will be launching next week on making sure that you understand not even like the the basic ICA of like, are they female or male? Are like, what's their demographic? No, it goes so much deeper than that. And actually looking at how their buyer behaviors are at, how to find those things out, how to look and infuse that into your strategy so that what you're doing is the most viable thing to bring you profits right now from this launch and get you cash. So if you're wanting to learn more about that on how to really create an effortless launch, so it fills up and sells easily, then get ready for next week's episode and go to danielleclem.com slash series to get ready for all that stuff. So you can put in your name and email to be on the, the VIP list with extra bonuses. But let's get into this episode because I'm really excited to share this with you. And if you have any questions during it, let me know. DM me. I'm Danielle Clem. And let's get into it. That she was an online mentor. And what was different is that her audience was really, really niche. So so the really cool thing about her audience, because it's a more niche audience, is that it's somewhat easier to find them, but a little bit harder to convert them because you have a smaller audience. But I think it's really important for this type of training that you understand that even if you have a small following and a niche following, because it's kind of like a double whammy sometimes, it's that you can still create really great profit for yourself, but you have to be more strategic around it. And what was really interesting about her audience is that this offer that we did, we've done 
we did a couple offers for her audience, but this one was a little more um, lower ticket, which means something like around under the under the 200 mark for them. And she's we've sold everything from like 200 to 4,000 to like 400 and like everything under the sun. So, but this one specifically was around the 200, under 200 mark. And when it's something that's smaller ticket, it's a little bit easier to get people to say yes, but you need more people to say yes to get that higher return. For example, you've probably heard of the phrase of, if you're um, trying to get one-to-one spots, and I'm left-handed, so I get smudges on my hand from writing. Um, if you are doing one-to-one spots, you're probably like, oh, I can get two one-to-one spots for, I'm just gonna throw it out there, um, for 5,000, both at 2,500, I'm good to go. Versus if you're trying to get to 5,000 and, um, and your offer is 100, then you're gonna need 500 people. I no, 50 people. <laughs> Math is not my strong suit. Um, but because of that, you know that you have to have more of a quantity, which is why with a niche audience, you have to get a little more creative on how you go about it. So the difference that really made the big change for her was focusing on figuring out what does her audience really speak to? What makes them motivate to buy? And we found out that for her audience, which again is something that you have to kind of learn on your own, well, not learn on your own, but you have to find out, is figuring out what type of, what I call the audience buyer type they have. So for her audience, they are definitely people who are more emotional at first and then reason with logic. And what's really cool about knowing this is because when you figure out what is your audience's motivation to buy, you can use that and create your strategy around that, which makes it so much more profitable than just kind of like trying different things. So for her, we figured out that, okay, her audience, they need to kind of hear the reasoning, but they buy because of emotion and they buy because of how their brain interacts. So for them, they are more who are really analytical when they're going through like their day to day, when they're thinking about things when they buy usually the reason why they decide to buy is emotion so knowing that you have to kind of craft your strategy knowing that although yes to get them in the door you have to kind of play up your positioning and know like this is how it's going to go and then at the end of the day know that your launch is going to be around really getting them to buy with their emotions so the reason why it was really interesting to know that is because once you kind of figure out what really motivates your audience to buy life gets so much easier to launch things because you now know what they need to hear, what they need to say, what you need to do to get them to convert. So that's why even though she had a niche audience and even though we went into this knowing that, you know, the price of the offer might not be as high as, you know, a $50,000 audience, she, she got amazing profit and amazing revenue because we really tapped into what her audience exactly needs to hear and what they resonate more with to actually click or to buy or say yes to it. And this is going to be different for each, like each audience you have, they're kind of split into two different camps, which I kind of go into more in the Effortless Launch Accelerator. But for her, what we found out is that her audience really, for some reason, really loves problem-based content versus desire-based, which basically means that her audience needs to be kind of shown more of the problem than the desire. And what I mean by this is like, basically your audience is where they're currently at now. They're struggling, they need you to help them. And for some people, they're ones who are like, oh, that problem hurt, but now I know I need it. 
There's other people who are like, I don't want to think about the problem. I just want to play with the desire to like, what, like sell out my stuff, amazing things. And your audience can be different depending on where they're currently at, how, what their motivation to buy is and everything like that. So for us to figure out that her audience actually resonates more with problem-based content and like strategy versus desire-based really allowed us to turn things around and know, okay, we got to focus on where they're currently at. Because if you focus too much on the desire and they don't, they, they like the desire, but they don't resonate with it. It's not going to actually move the needle for you. So that's something that you really need to think about, which is why I started you guys talking about what is the number one platform that a lot of your people have bought from, even if it's for a one-to-one, it's really important to just start thinking about this. So you can kind of start to take notice and think, okay, what is the behaviors they're doing? What are the things that are making them move? And for her, this is something that I have to bring up because this is a big mistake that I see a lot of people make is she was smart because I kind of helped guide her through this is that even though her, her offer was a smaller price point, the difference was, hey, Dakara, uh, the difference was, is that even though it's a smaller price point, she did it as a live launch versus going straight to like passive evergreen. And this is so important for you if you have a small following or if it's like your first time doing this offer, because what's really important is not only the number of eyeballs who see your offer, but it's the quality of them. Because for a lot of people who are let's say like the Tony Robbins or any Porterfield of the world, they have hundreds of thousands of people in their audience they can draw from, which means that really for them, they can usually get a good amount of people no matter what. But when you have a small following or when you have a niche audience, it's so much more important about the quality of people while still bringing new people in, but knowing that who you have in your audience right now is really going to be the easiest way to buy from them. And I'm going to get these objections. So I'm going to just say it right now. And these questions are probably thinking about is like, yeah, Danielle, I know that I'm doing a launch or I know I should like target more of my warm audience, but either a, and let me know which one is right for you. Either a, my audience is not filled with my ideal client. I pivoted a lot or just that it has a lot of my family and friends in it and not really my ideal clients or B, I have, let's see, what was the second one? I can't even remember. Oh yeah, I sold this offer to them before. So they're kind of like done with the, the offer and they're kind of tired and like it wouldn't be good to sell it to them again. Or the third would be just like, you know, I just feel like my audience is so small that nothing's gonna even happen with them. Now, which one do you feel like you're at, A, B, or C? Because you've probably had one of these thoughts at least at any time, any time in your life when it comes to business. It's like, you know, hey, I feel like I don't have people in my audience who are like gonna buy, or the people people who are already in there already have bought, or even more so is like everyone who's in there is like family or friends, like they're being nice, or even like business friends. Even though you might have a small following and it might feel like you've sold to them a lot or like it's a mixture of small audience syndrome, it's actually a good phrase, (laughs) small audience syndrome, I guess is what we're going to call it, is that you can still have really amazing profits through that because people who are already in your audience, no matter if it's five people, 15 or 20 people, those people are going to be really creating more of your customer lifetime value, which basically means they're going to be the easier ones to convert 
and convert and convert and convert and again. But when you go straight to, I have this new offer to straight to passive, like trying to go sell it without doing anything of like getting more eyeballs onto the offer. It's really difficult to convert people, especially if they don't know who you are yet. They're not really uh, talking about you. They don't know, they don't like, know, and trust you. Makes it so that when you go straight to what they call evergreen or passive income straight from not even doing a launch, you have really low conversion rates because they, they aren't bought into you yet. It takes more time, it takes more traction. And for those who are wanting more of a cash injection into their business right now, launching is the way to go. It is literally meant to help create you uh, like straight up, like to the, what's it called? To the vein cash injection into your business. So if you're listening to this and you're like, you know, 2020 is coming up soon. And I'm like, I know I need to get some cash injection. I know I need to get some more income in my like space versus trying to like set up a whole entire like tech on the back end. Then live launching is going to be your way to go with a small audience. You can still do that. And I'd be thinking about either two things. You might be thinking of either going straight into like evergreen, which is going straight to like passive, which I don't recommend. Or second is trying tactics that are going to be going into more of like long, what I call long game strategy, which is like SEO, Pinterest, YouTube. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones, pitching on podcasts, all these type of things, which yes, can definitely help bring in income, but not in the short term, which is why, again, I come back to, if you need a cash injection, doing these things around like trying to learn Pinterest, trying to learn podcasting, trying to learn SEO, is not going to move the needle in the time that you need it to. That's why for a lot of people who, who kind of learn more about SEO or about Pinterest or about podcasting, they know that usually, and I kid you not, it's going to take a couple months to actually see some results from. And I'll say this like on my own behalf is that with my podcast, I had it where I think I started last, last March, like um, 2018. And I think I only saw traction after like actual movement and what I saw move the needle after about four to five months of consistent every single week content, which is why when I say this around live launch, it's so important to know this is because I don't want you to focus on doing things that are more long-term that are not going to like give you the cash in injection that you need right now versus focusing on things that in four to five months or even like <laughs> two to three months will be great. But right now you it's not going to move the needle. How important you look at the strategy that you've had for yourself or the things that you've tried and get really real and say, is it something that you need to do right now? Or is it more of a should? Or is it more of something that someone told you who's like at seven figures? It's like SEO is the way to go. YouTube's the way to go. When there's a reason why they're there because they have two or three years prior to having that momentum that works for them now. So that's why I wanted to bring this up because niche audiences mean that your strategy really needs to be honed in and really needs to be focused around what's going to motivate them to buy now versus in two, three, four months from now. Not saying you can't focus on the long term, like right after the launch, but if you don't have that launch there, you're not going to get the cash injection you want. You're not going to have your audience know enough about your offer to buy. And it's going to be really hard to convert them and bring even more people in. People who have small followings or the first time creating this offer, or even second time like launching or first time launching it, you can't go straight to Evergreen because you're going to focus a lot on the stuff that's not going to move the needle, like 
setting up technology, creating the content, doing these things that aren't going to move the needle right now. And you're going to have to spend more time first creating and then bringing in people versus being like, okay, let me see what I can do right now with my people to warm them up, to bring more people in, to get a cash injection now. So that that money can actually fund you moving it more to evergreen afterwards. But if you don't have that middle step, it's really difficult to get the momentum you want because you don't have the testimonials you'll need. You don't have the traction that you need, the momentum that you need, and actually the validation that your audience actually wants this or that really anyone wants this. Because if you listen to the first day, you probably heard me talk about like my first ever course around um, messenger bots, which was just like so funny to think about. I still, I use messenger bots here and there, but like I'm definitely not a messenger bot queen. And it's really amazing because I had one sale, but that was it. So for a lot of people, it's really good to see that because you realize, oh, that's actually maybe not what my audience wants at this time and moving from there. But you wouldn't be able to see that unless you go through live launching and tweaking it accordingly, especially for your marketing. Like, oh, my gosh, I went through a whole entire rebrand for one of my courses after the live launch because I realized it was not moving the needle. And again, these things you, you learn from that area. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I am so excited that you were able to go through it and get some actionable tips out of it. For next steps, make sure you go to daniellclem.com slash ad breakdown to get the complete ad breakdown around what one Insta ad did to help create 559 client leads and 20% sales increase in launch. Make sure to go ahead there to do that and DM me at I'm Danielle Clem to go in deeper to the conversation. And last but not least, make sure to leave a rating and review so that this podcast can get out to more amazing people like yourself.